And welcome back to the Murdy Creative Co. Podcast. I'm your host, Colin Murdy, and today's topic is Pinterest Revisited. But first, I want to say thank you to everyone who supported the company so far. If you haven't got a chance, go check us out on the web at murdycreative.co. That's M-U-R-D-Y creative.co. Or you can check us out on Facebook and Instagram by searching at murdycreative.co to see the best of our product shots. Follow us to keep up to date with our daily photos and be the first one to know about new product launches. You can also use the subscribe button at the bottom of our website to be included in all of our new product announcements. Be sure to check out our laser engraving, personalization options, and exclusive colors on the website, or you can get a blank one on Amazon Prime. All right, so today we're talking about Pinterest Revisited, and many of you who have been podcast listeners and who heard last the, uh, yesterday's or Tuesday's episode, um, the summer slump, talk, I talked a little bit about using Pinterest again, and I realized in that discussion that why we started reusing Pinterest again was going to need a much more um, was going to need more time to expound upon. So here I am talking about that. And for those of you who listened to the one that I talked about in December, Pinterest in December, it was a disaster. And so I wanted to go through a little bit of the details of what we tried during the pandemic with the Pinterest with with the Pinterest platform and how it's gone since the pandemic has kind of become less of a less of a in your face thing, um, and then I uh, I wanted to to kind of see tell you guys where we're at today. So just to do a quick recap, in December we spent something like two thousand dollars on Pinterest, and we didn't see a single trackable conversion from that on our website. Now obviously there is some question as to whether that truly was reflective of reality. The the Tracking information may not always be perfect, and Google, which is kind of was at that time the primary uh, way for us to know whether we made sales from Pinterest or not, they they weren't able to necessarily say they said zero. So you know you got to wonder if that's true or not. But I'm I'm more inclined to believe them than not. So we'd stop spending money on Pinterest because if you can't make money selling things on Pinterest in December, it's like you can't sell anytime. So. I went and uh, when the pandemic hit and we were trying to get our masks out the door and we started trying to advertise those, we had that our Facebook platform get revoked. And that was frightening, to say the least. That's where we had spent almost all of our marketing dollars. And I had contacted our, our marketing expert from Facebook and had worked with him a little bit. But I, I, while I was waiting for him to get back with me, I had contacted the person Pinterest that offered uh, to us to t- spend time with an expert as well. So I took them up on that. And, you know, for months, Pinterest had been asking whether I wanted to come back and advertise on their platform. And every time they asked, I basically said, if you give me, you know, five hundred or $1,000 to try new stuff, yeah, I'll come back. Um, but I didn't want it to be the kind of thing where we didn't end up, I guess, we didn't, I didn't want to get us in a position where we spent a lot more of our money on something that didn't work. So if they were willing to give us money to try with it, you know, I was all for it. So... I connected with our, our Pinterest onboarding specialist, who was uh, Lori. Lori was very polite, very kind, very helpful. And I had connected with her kind of in the right in the beginning of the pandemic, right as, the, right as we ended up needing to advertise the masks. And, you know, we had, her and I talked through the challenges that we were facing. And she basically said, yeah, Pinterest really isn't allowing people to advertise masks, except if the masks are kind of lighthearted and fun. I'm thinking to myself, all right, well, that's it's not really the purpose of masks, but they're trying to avoid obviously making anybody making medical claims. So it's like, how do you sell masks without making medical claims? Anyway, so I said, okay, well, we can make that happen. And that's where we had created three different ads that were all based around this fictional character, Kona. 
And Kona was a bolt, a cardboard, the center of a bolt of fabric. So it was like a cardboard plank is what it looked like. And we modeled it after um, the cartoon Ed, Ed and Eddie. They had their little fake friend called Planky, I think. And uh, one of my employees came up with it, Morgan. She did an excellent job. And we painted a face on Planky and what we called Kona and put a mask on Kona. And then it would kind of we did this short little three uh, Instagram vi- uh, photos of like the, the ex- ex- adventures of Kona. Um, Clone was when it was ending at the time. Um, so we dressed Kona as a Padawan and uh, uh, Morgan Max ended up being in that photo as well and you know we just did a whole bunch of fun things with it and so when Lori heard about this she's like oh that's perfect and and so she said well first things first when you're if you want to advertise products on on Pinterest there's a couple of things from the design perspective that you want to keep in mind and this is things we didn't do in December mind you so you want to do something where you put a frame around it and it's got to say shop now or something to indicate that you're actually selling a product it's best to put the brand in the top right corner some words to describe it in the you know top left corner of the photo itself then you want to make sure that you have all of your keywords in the description of the the thing. I mean, you should put it in some sort of context, right? You should write a nice paragraph, but it should include all of the important keywords as well as a good title because all of those things functionally feed into the algorithm and the Pinterest algorithm shows it to people that it thinks is relevant to. So I had worked with Lori on developing what I thought was really good ads and, uh, you know, she approved them all. She said, those are all great ads. They're going to get through the filters, no problem. And if they don't, contact me and I'll work on getting them through the filters. So I posted them or I promoted them and then they immediately, all three of them got rejected. And so then Lori jumped in there and was able to get all three of them approved. Now, we had been having really serious trouble getting our Wix profile, our Wix website connected to the Pinterest tracking information. So at the time, we didn't have any way to track conversions other than the fact that Google Analytics still had that the leads. And so we were having our campaigns focused around traffic to the website rather than conversions. And I, with my new direction that I'm going with a lot of our advertising, we're pushing more towards conversions and a little less towards traffic. So we had been pushing um, traffic from the, the Pinterest website. And Pinterest actually, when I got my report back for that month, had been a massive driver to our website. It had actually been a very large part of our website traffic. That being said, it also had very, very, very low conversions. Um, like almost none at all. And I'm going to keep working on diving more into those details and figuring out if that's really true. But all of these things are kind of, you know, it's like, it's a little bit mocks next at this point. It's in the past. But so that was the, the masks that we had ran. And, we, and the masks had a pretty solid convert. I mean, they, they had like a two and a half percent click through rate. Right. So that's a pretty good CTR for for something like that. And the click through cost was like 10 cents or something, which was very competitive. Um, but it needed to be competitive in a way that caused sales. And so I went back with Lori and we talked through all the details and I finally was able to get our 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 pinterest integrated uh with our website so that could actually pinterest could see conversions right well that was a big deal we used our google tags manager and actually i got on the phone with the wix developers and they helped me get that all set up properly but what it ended up happening was she she told me about a promo that in pinterest was doing during that time where they were saying if you spend a thousand dollars in the platform we'll give you a thousand dollars of credit for you to continue to do that. And I'm like, okay, well, that's close to what I wanted as far as, you know, giving me some Monopoly money to play with. And so I spent over the course of a month and a half, because basically what she had said, and, you know, you always have to wonder if this is true or if this is just kind of the way that Pinterest wants you to do things. She said, you have to spend about, a th- you have to spend about a month advertising. It's about 30 days before you can really start to see, I guess, results. 
I would say that mask the masks generated a lot of traffic pretty early on from day one. They did get better over time, but they pretty much and remember since we didn't have conversion tracking at that point, that was hard to, to determine. But then we got it all integrated, and I had been working on promoting um, a variety of our best photos from Instagram, and I didn't really know what was going to be the best, so I put together one campaign, and in that campaign, I had three different ad groups. I had one that was static images of our best images, like there's like 15 images. Then I had one that was slideshow-based, where just cycled through the images, and then I had one that was um, like advertising videos. And I didn't know which one would do well. I didn't know which one would do better than anything else. And so I basically said to the campaign, you have a total budget of like $150 in the beginning for the first few days. And, you know, then you tell me which ones are the best ones. So I did that for the first, oh, what did we do? Five days, six days, basically until we had spent almost all of the $1,000 credit. And we didn't have a single sale. So we'd burned through almost $1,000 and hadn't had a single sale. And I was like, no, this is not good. So I went back and I basically sorted through all of the ads and you could see certain ads were doing a lot better than others. And so I basically turned off all but the most successful ads. And I think in the end that left, I think eight total ads. I'm looking at it now. Yeah, eight total ads were left out of the, I think originally there was like something like 30 that we had started running. So then I cut down the budget to $50 a day. So that was a, so that's a small budget, right? I will be the first to admit that's a small budget, but I also don't want us to be in a position where we're spending a lot of money on something that's not working. Now it's been, what has it been? One, two, three weeks that these ads have been running and I will give you a little bit of information. I think this platform Let's go back to the campaign. This platform, this ad, these ads have generated over the course of their entire existence. We've spent almost $1,500 on them and they've generated 12 sales. That's what they say. No, I don't think that's exactly true. And it's hard to really tell that because from what it looks like is it looks like they've actually generated three sales. That's how it appears. Now, I could be wrong, um, but let's put it this way. They're definitely not breaking even. And so there's a part of me, okay, it's $50 a day, so I should like be cutting that off. That's, that's a decent amount of money every month. And we should be trying to conserve money. And, and so, you know, I think at this point I might cut them off. Now, I'm going to let them probably run through the full 30 days. So I'm probably going to let them run for a week more and we'll see if they significantly improve. But if they don't, I'm, I'm going to end it. And the sad truth of the matter is, is I think Pinterest could be a great platform for us. I've always thought that Pinterest could be a great platform for us. It's very visual. We have a visually appealing product. It's one where you can tap on it and go right to the, the website, right? So from a shopping perspective, it couldn't possibly be easier for you. I don't know why it's not working, right? I think a lot of people obviously save things to their boards and, and maybe they're saving them for gifts for later. I don't know what the answer is. But regardless... You can't really, I mean, the, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. And I know that it's not exactly like that because we're doing the different ads and we're doing them in a slightly different way. These are targeted at conversions and things like that. But I mean, the heart of the matter is truly that we're not seeing the conversions. You know, so you got to play the, the question. And this is always the question for every marketing person out there. Half your marketing dollars are wasted. You don't know which half. 
But now in the world of digital media and unbelievably accurate data metrics, it's like, do you not know which half is wasted at this point, right? I'm honestly looking at this going, if we spent that same $50 on Instagram, we could probably generate significantly better results. And in a time when money matters, I mean, money always matters, but in a time when it particularly matters and it's, and things are a little more, you know, slim, it's like, it's, it's really a bad time to be playing around. So my plan right now is to, well, maybe I'm going to go back on myself while I'm just sitting here podcasting. Maybe I won't, maybe I'll just turn this off, right? Maybe it's like three weeks is a good amount of time. We haven't seen any results. I can either spend another $350 over the course of the next week on this and see if it gets better, or I can take that same $350 and put it into Instagram ads that I know will generate at least some better results than this. It'll at least break even. So I think I'm going to do that. Now, am I ever going to revisit Pinterest again? Probably. I probably am going to come back because like it just like Lucy and, you know, the football, it's like, I, I, I do believe that it could work. As a Pinterest user, I've, I've looked at things and thought to myself, ooh, that's a cool thing. I should buy that. I don't know if I've ever bought something, and that's actually an interesting point that I don't know if I've ever bought something on Pinterest. How about this? If you're listening to this and you've bought something on Pinterest, either send me a private message or comment below on our YouTube channel what you bought and why you bought it because I can't think of anything I've bought on Pinterest. I have bought stuff from Instagram or because I saw something on Instagram. I've done it with Facebook. I don't think I've ever done it with Pinterest though. And that could be because I don't spend enough time on Pinterest. So that's anecdotal at best. But I think at this point, I may come back to Pinterest maybe again next, you know, from November to December, right? I may try something again then, probably still a small budget and probably specifically working on trying to use the best practices that they talk about and see if we can't generate something. Because the old, one of the old adages for marketing is if you've got a good message that's working, don't change the message, find a new audience. And I frankly think that that's been as more true for us than it ever has been. That seems to be absolutely true for us. Because every time we change the message, it doesn't do well, like we don't do better. So rather than changing our message, we just need to work on finding new audiences. And maybe Pinterest isn't the right audience. Maybe there is a better audience out there that we need to find. But I'm going to keep trying, right? And hopefully we can find more places for our advertisements to work because we want to continue to spread the message. And here's the point. I know how many books we've sold. We've barely scratched the surface of the journal market, right? There's, there's a massive, massive journal market out there. There's a massive folio market. There's a massive binder market. Like there's a huge, huge, huge market out there and we have barely scratched the surface. And I think frankly, to be honest, it's because we're three-ish, not even three. We're two and a half years old, right? So people just haven't heard about us. So we're going to keep plugging away and hopefully over time we'll continue to grow and we'll continue to see more and more people come back and buy more things or buy accessories or, you know, we'll, we've got some more cool things coming down the pipeline that I think will be better. And that's always the hope. But in the meantime, I really appreciate you guys and all the hard work you've done to help this out. And uh, it's really been an amazing thing to see it come true. And I will keep hopefully letting you guys know more and more about the back end and behind the scenes of how things are going. So thank you so much for that. Thank you guys for tuning in today. Be sure to check back in tomorrow, uh, Tuesday for our next topic. And don't forget to check that subscribe button below for our next topic right away. I'm doing my best to podcast regularly again, but be sure to hit that uh, alert button, that little bell so that you can be notified when we do post because I'm, I'm not always perfect. Uh, if you have any uh, questions or concerns about your leather binder, journal, folio, mask, accessory, anything, feel free to contact us on the main page of our website at murdycreative.co. 
You can also contact us via Instagram and Facebook. You can text, email, call, direct message, all the usuals. I'll do my best to get back to you as soon as possible, but I do appreciate your patience. Uh, if you think I deserve it, a good review can help go a long way to help us grow our new community. Uh, for leaving a review on the podcast, please do so on whatever app you're listening. It does help us. It does mean a lot to us. I do read all of the reviews, um, so that's good. And then if you want to leave a review on the product, you can go to facebook.com slash creative.co or you can type creative.co in, in the search bar on Facebook. You can click reviews on the left-hand side, and then there's a question, do you recommend the Murdy Creative Company? You click yes, and then you can write your review. You can also read all of our amazing five-star reviews. Those are just life-giving. We I read them all to all of our employees. They are very encouraging. We do love them, and we do read all of them, so thank you so much for those. Uh, if you want to, please share this with your friends, um, the podcast, but also share the product with your friends. Word of mouth is the best form of advertising. If you head on our page and you go to the new referrals button, it's in the bottom left corner if you're on your mobile device and the bottom right corner if you're on your uh, desktop, there's a rewards button. You click on that. There's a link in there. If you take that link and you share it to your friends and they, they get $5 as in-store credit to spend on their first thing, and if they buy something and they use that $5 coupon, you get $5 of in-store credit. And that stacks and it's not, you know, there's, it doesn't, it's something you can keep doing and doing over and over. So feel free to share that with your friends. And if you got, if you hear of somebody saying, oh, I'm looking for a good gift for and whatever, you know, share it with them. We have a lot of great options and a lot of different price points. So there might be something on there for them. Uh, if you have any podcast topics you want to hear more about, send them my way. I'm always happy to engage with the growing community and I want to give you guys what you want. Also, trying to come up with a new podcast topic all the time is like, I mean, it doesn't take long and it's not a hard thing to do, but it's something that uh, does take a little bit of time. So if you guys have things you want to hear about, I'm more than happy to talk about them. If you're looking for multiple binders, folios, masks, all the other things we sell, uh, for gifts, giveaways, menus, really any reason, ask about our bulk discounts available. The bulk discounts start at quantity five and go up from there, of course. So uh, definitely it's not that hard to, to, to do that. If you're a small business or a big business at, that, at this point uh, looking to get some gifts for your team, you know, as a saying, you know, thank you for their hard work during coronavirus or whatever, um, ask about it. We can do logos. We do all sorts of custom engraving. That would, it's like our, that's a big part of, of what we got started and why, why we're here. So definitely we want to be able to provide you guys with gifts that can, that can really shine for your employees. Something a little better than an Applebee's gift card or something like that. You know, a mug that'll break or that they'll have 10,000 of. So um, definitely, definitely reach out about that. You can shoot us an email at sales at murdycreative.co. You can contact us via the website. You can contact us via any of our platforms and we'll be happy to help. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Have a great day and goodbye.